Hi, everyone. My name is Emma. Welcome back to the second season of the Champions of Wonder podcast. Today, we're going to be going into scary TV shows and specifically the two Netflix shows called The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly's Manor. When it comes to choices and decisions, the ones that we make with more intention will help us create the world that we want to live in. It's what we talk about here on this podcast. How can we take lessons that exist all around us in all sorts of ways and bring them into our own life? This season, we're focusing on the lessons from from entertainment and there is quite a few genres that we're going to be going into this season and today we're going to be going into scary shows and horror shows and these two are one of the most popular series that exist on Netflix that has to do with this type of genre. And I actually watched The Haunting of Bly's Manor before I watched The Haunting of Hill House and though there is the connection between some of the characters are the same. They're only the actors are the same. It's not actually the same character that they're playing in either of the shows. So you don't actually have to watch one before the other and you don't actually have to watch both. You can just watch them as one-off experiences. And there is other shows as well like American Horror Story and many more that have come out over the years that have to deal with horror or death or scariness. And there's been an obsession over the years with zombies coming back from the dead. And the reason I believe so many of us are obsessed with that drama or that genre is because all of us deal with hauntings in our own life, even if it's not paranormal, it's not supernatural. And what I mean by that is we all have a past life. We all have a person that we were before. And many of us try to bring that person back, even if not actually through our choices and actions, but we do bring them back through the thoughts that we have. And sometimes we're able to go a few days without thinking about something from the past. But oftentimes we slip back into thinking about what once was and becoming obsessed with that and feeling like we can't let it go. It consumes our thoughts, our emotions, and we get trapped into what used to be. And that is how we deal with hauntings in our own life. It is literally our past coming back as a ghost to to shed some kind of insight or some light or just to show us as a presence of what once was. And when we think about our past, we often bring our past back with nostalgia. If we went something if we went through something difficult or something hard, we often think only about the good times, which distorts that memory that we have of that from the time that we actually endured that situation because we want to think of only the good times. We have a warped view of what once was. And though we have learned and seen in all of the shows that we have seen regarding horror or hauntings or the supernatural is that when you bring something back from the dead, it is never the exact same thing. It is usually a shell of what once was. It is a simplified part of what once was, and it's never as satisfying as what it was when you actually had it. And that is something that we need to carry with us and understand that it doesn't matter how much we think of our past or how amazing we make it seem or how difficult it was. 
whatever we do when we think about it is never going to change it and we can't actually bring it back and even if we were to be able to bring it back it would never be that same thing again and we cannot even relate to the person who we were when that was happening because that person is no longer us and because it is no longer us we can't relate to that and neither are those people that you were thinking about when you think of your first love or your first friendship and how you no longer talk to each other, that person may be glorified in your mind. But the person who you are imagining during that time period also no longer exists because that person, that situation, that friendship has also changed, has developed, and the person that you are attaching these memories to no longer exists just as much as you no longer exist as you did when you were 15 or 10 or five or whatever age you're thinking back on. You no longer exist and nobody else that was there during that time period also exists. And that's why if we try to bring it back, if we try to reach out to these people, if we try to come back, we will not be able to do that. We will not be able to bring them back to life no matter how hard we try. And if we somehow manage to reach out to them and we reconnect, that relationship that you once understood with this person is gone and you can either forge a new one or you can stop it right there because the thing that you used to have with this person can never be. And we need to let go of that because we keep going back to people who sometimes we never even really talked to or had a relationship. This often is something that we do with celebrities too. We attach this narrative to them and we, in our minds, sometimes we believe this narrative to be true, but we have no idea of what would actually be, which is also where the translation of shows and movies to real life can be lost because people can see this fantasy of people falling in love within 10 minutes and try to translate that to reality and be like, well, he didn't propose by the end of the week of the first time we met. What is going on? And we need to be very careful of understanding there's lessons we can take from these shows, but there's also a lot of it that deals in the fantasy realm that can never come back to who we are in and of ourselves. And we need to let that go. And we need to overcome this belief that the past was better, that the future is going to be terrible. We can't live in either of these places. We can only live in the here and now. And The Haunting of Hill House did this in a really great way. There was plenty of hauntings. There was five kids and two parents who moved into Hill House and the five kids were being haunted throughout their stay there and they were affected for the rest of their life from what happened during that time that they lived in that house. And that is something that we've talked about quite a bit since last season where we went into how formative our childhood years actually are to our development, to our understanding of the world, and the lessons that we take with us. And five of the children were affected so deeply that the rest of their lives were centered around specific moments that happened. And because they could not deal with it, face it head on, and let it go, they were forced to face that evil, that demon, every single day, even after they left Hill House. So though the haunting to an extent ended because they left the house, they kept that pain with them because they could not let it go and move their actions in a completely different way. And that is what 
is the main point of what scary movies, scary shows actually teach us. That though we are super present in our lives at times, the times that we fall back into being obsessed with our past, into being hurt by what once was, we are letting the past control us and take over our lives. Just as much as when the demons in the movie take over and possess the the children or the people in the storyline. And we do become obsessed, possessed with the past if we can't let it go. If we cannot confront the demons that we had to face once, the person that we once were, the situations that happened, acknowledge them for what it was, something that simply happened, and move on, we will always keep going back to it. After a few months, after a few years, we will keep going back to it if we do not make the conscious decision and effort to say, you know what, I cannot do this anymore. I have to let this go in order for me to move on. And how do all of the people in these shows move on at the end is they acknowledge the existence of this ghost. They deal with it in whatever way they need to, the demon, the possession, however they need to deal with it. They bring in a priest, they bring in an outside party usually to help them with the situation, and then they can acknowledge, deal with it, and then they can move on. And that is sometimes what we have to do as well. Sometimes we need to bring in another party to listen, to help us deal with what's going on, and then we need to let it go. We need to do whatever the work it is that needs to require of us to deal with this situation. It's an exorcism. It's a cleansing. It's it's a whatever. And once we cleanse our space and resolve whatever issues are is happening, we can then let it go. And that is what we have to do in our own lives. We will be continually obsessed with what's going on, with what's happened, and it will take over our lives until we stop and say, you know what, this isn't what I want to do anymore. I want to let it go and I want to move forward. And as for the children who grew up and had to face these horrors over and over again, it wasn't until... Another drastic moment in their life happened that they were all brought back together and then we start to continue to unravel the truth of the storyline and we start to see change actually happening. But it wasn't until they were forced to face the reality of what they went through, acknowledge it together, realize that the only people who will ever understand what happened is themselves and those who lived with them during that time and to make peace with it, acknowledge it, and let it go, were they able to move on? And then in The Haunting of Bly's Manor, there is a nanny, and these two children lost their parents in Bly's Manor. And in that as well, there's shifting from the future to the past to the present, and we see this happening. And we start to realize that there's a story associated with the house itself that is separate from the characters, but they are forced into the storyline of the house, whether they want to or not. And the same thing happens in Hill House. They are forced into the storyline and they are forced to acknowledge what is happening and the haunting and the possession of the different people in their life. And we can see scary movies, scary shows as something that is 
hard to watch, but I believe we keep watching because it is us trying to come to the realization that what's happening on screen isn't too separate from what we do in our own lives and how we are either not really dealing with it or can be dealing with things. And we are being haunted by our past all the time if we're continuously choosing and consciously unable to follow what is going on in our own lives and to accept that the past can't happen. It's no longer here. We just need to move on because change is the only thing that's going to continue to happen. We're going to keep changing throughout our lives. So we need to let go what happened to us when we were little kids, when we made a mistake. We have to learn the lessons, move on, let it go and continue to keep going because there is nothing that we need to do more than to just let go of once was, accept where we are right now and move forward. The Haunting of Lies Manor and Haunting of Hill House were a great show. If you don't really like jump scares, there aren't too many in them. But the storyline, you really have to follow through to the end to have this sort of acceptance of what happened. And then it turns into less of a scary story and more of a just understanding of this is just life. And in one of, in The Haunting of Bly's Manor, they say this isn't a ghost story. This is a love story. And that's really all that we're trying to do in any of these shows is to say, this is a representation of life and we can learn lessons from this. And then we can move on because we don't need to hold on to it forever because it isn't going to help us to be trapped by this past and to not be able to acknowledge it. And Though the horror shows and movies do play out differently, there is a lot of connection. And we are going to be talking about The Conjuring Universe, as well as other scary horror movies that have existed. And a lot of them have turned into multiple series events because of this want for us to know more about the story, wanting us to explore it more. We want to see characters deal with something that's so scary and to triumph so that we can embody that triumph as well and say, you know what, they did it, I can do it too. And there's so much to be learned. And if you are not the greatest fan of horror stories, I hope that you got some of these lessons and that maybe next time you watch it, you have this new light on what's going on and to say, this isn't something that only happens on screen. All of us face our past all the time and are haunted by it. But once we acknowledge it, once we deal with with it in whatever way we need to, we can then move on and live in peace. And I think it is that ending where they get to live in peace, they get to live in harmony, they all love each other more because of what they've experienced. I think if we can get there, we will all live in a much brighter world. And every show and every movie has something to teach us and we need to dig for those lessons and shows and movies are never a waste of time. Nothing is a waste of time if you can learn from it, if you can change and you can develop and we can. And hope you got something out of today's podcast. We will be continuing to talk about shows and movies next time. But until then, have an amazing day.